Subscribe to Video Palace on Apple Podcasts and never miss an episode. All episodes of Season 1 of Video Palace are now available exclusively to Shudder members. Download the app or visit Shudder.com and keep listening. It wasn't the best night of sleep for either of us at Llewellyn's Roadside Inn, one of those roach motels for people you drive past in small towns like Conway, Vermont, and wonder what wrong turn in the maze of the human condition might make anyone set up camp at that place. Everything in the room was the cheapest version of whatever could be bought for a motel room at a fire sale in 1992, and had never been updated. And I don't know how they do this, but motel rooms like this just smell cold and wet year-round. Hey. Hey. Not that this even matters, but that was, like, probably the worst continental breakfast that I've ever seen. Oh, well, they didn't say which continent it was going to be from. Ah, that's funny. I don't think they get a lot of visitors in sunny downtown Conway. I really felt like Tamara and I had become a team in this investigation, but... After last night, she's a little shaken, and I feel like I need to take extra care of her or I'll be doing the rest of the searching alone. And she really brings a lot to this process, and I wonder sometimes if I jumped into the deep end of audio sleuthing a little sooner than I should have. So, it's good to have a partner. And I just hope that she would cool down as she went more into detective mode today. Are you good? Do you know how to get to the... Uh... Yeah, Wasteman House, yep. Yeah. No, I'm totally set. Got my phone. Um, you know what I was thinking? What? After all of this crazy, freaky stuff that's been going on, I cannot wait to go visit an insane asylum. It's a mental health facility. I think you can be a little bit more sensitive. Such you're such gonna have to watch the way you talk about it while you're there because you can really offend some people. Ugh, yeah. stop it. Wait, stop, stop, stop. Are you pissed at me? I, I'm not pissed. I can't tell if you're... No, I'm just like, I just want to go home. But really, like, I'm mostly just worried about you. I hear you. Today, we were dividing and conquering. Tamara was going to follow a lead to a place called Wiseman House. It's a state-run mental hospital where Ira and Charlene Klim, the owners of Video Palace, were rumored to have been sent back when the Video Palace closed in 1997. I was going to talk to Amber Hutchins, former clerk from Video Palace, who my gut tells me might be a bit of a handful, but I'm hoping she has just a little more insight into the store itself, and maybe something about the white tapes. So you feel good about the recorder? Yeah, you hit the record button twice, and when it is solid red, it's recording. I got it. All right. Good luck. Thank you. I went back into the motel room to get ready, and I noticed something. On the phone, one of those really old motel handsets from the 1980s, the red message light was on. Nobody knew we were here. Dial 99 star for messages.
I'm Mark Cambria, and this is the story of a strange videotape and a real mystery waiting to be solved. Welcome to Video Palace. Yeah, that was that video place. It was in kind of a very seedy part of town. Well, my dad told me the eyeless man shut it down. Mark, are you okay? Oh, Mark! <coughs> oh my God. Well, you asked for it, Mark. So, here I am talking to myself. Uh, let's see, I'm about a 30 minute drive from our motel uh, in just another remote part of Vermont. Just sitting in my car in front of the Weissman house. It's, it's like a red-brown concrete block building. Looks pretty unassuming considering it's in a residential neighborhood. Which is so weird. I wonder if the people who live in these houses even know that there's a mental hospital on their street? I feel like they should know. Uh, this was the place that, according to records, Ira and Charlene Klim, the husband and wife owners of Video Palace, passed away. I'm gonna meet with a woman named Jasmine Dixon. She is a caseworker there. Uh, will you please go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, sure, okay. Um, my name is Jasmine Dixon, and I'm a caseworker and administrator here at Wiseman House. Thank you so much, by the way. I really, really appreciate you taking the time to do this. No problem. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, so, okay, I'm here to talk about Ira and Charlene Klim. Ah, the Klims. The Klims. Let's see. Well, uh, they were a married couple, uh, both admitted here in 97. Um, looks they, at this, yeah. they were admitted together. Yeah, they were admitted together here. Um, huh. Yeah, that's pretty Is strange. That <laughs> usual? No, that's not something that we usually see that uh, happens here. Huh. Um, yeah. Um, is there is there anything else you could tell me about them? Anything else? Let's see. Um, okay. Well. They were both admitted here on April 6th, uh, 97. That's so weird. And mm, they both died in 98. Charlene died on February 8th and Ira died on February 20th. 12 days apart? It looks here like they did an internal investigation. Uh -huh. um, there was no wrongdoing associated with their deaths. Um, they died of natural causes. Oh, did they have any children? Do you know? Say? Let's see. No, no next of kin could be found. Um, they didn't have much when they were admitted here. Well, looks like they left a box of personal effects. Uh, is that something I could see? Oh, um, well, I mean, it's been 20 years and no one's claimed it. Is it yeah. here? Yeah, it should be in the storage unit. You know what? I'll get the key and, and see if we can find it. You are the best. <laughs> no problem. You are the best. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, well, I guess we're going to go check out the storage unit behind the mental hospital. So, what could go wrong? 
beg your pardon? Oh, nothing. Just um, making a note for the editor oh, on this. Okay. Yeah. While Tamara was doing her Sarah Koenig thing in the mental hospital, I grabbed a cab across town to Amber's mobile home. We drove up to her place. I realized I'd actually never been to a trailer park before. From the outside, the trailer looked old, but not in a kitschy vintage sense. It was probably from the 80s or 90s and had faded lime green paint and torn window screens. A particle board dresser filled with empty CD cases sat rotting under some aluminum stairs. Hey, is that you, Mark? Did you bring beer? Yeah, yes, yes, to both. Okay, well, come on in. Thank you. Yeah, just walk around those papers oh. there. <clears throat> you came all the way from where? Uh, New York. Ooh, son of a bitch. I hear that's a long drive. Amber's trailer wasn't much to look at, and even less to smell. It was a tiny single wide crammed about six feet from the next trailer. There was a layer of dust covering almost everything, and it was hard to believe that the odor only came from the two extremely friendly cats I saw there. Oh, that's Luna. She doesn't usually go up to strangers. <laughs> Amber is one of those people whose life careened off the tracks a long time ago, and she doesn't care who knows it. Within a few minutes of meeting me, she openly told me she was agoraphobic. Empty pill bottles for Klonopin, Tenorman, Parnate, and Ambien mixed with late notices for utilities and credit cards litter the table where she sits me down. Let me just move these uh, papers. She doesn't seem to own a television. You want to put it right there? Yeah, no. This is perfect. Do I lean into it or just... Oh, you're fine. You're fine. uh, She tells me that her time at Video Palace was probably a turning point in her life for the worse. So how did you end up working at the Video Palace? I needed to make some money that summer. It was uh, 94, and um, I got hired at the Video Palace, and I didn't leave for three years. I was supposed to only be there three months. The um, owners uh, were hardly ever there. They were weird as shit. Um, But they hired me the first day that I went in asking for the job. That place smelled like shit, like mold. I'm sure I have some sort of lung condition because of my time there. What made you stay? I was kind of good at it in a weird way. Did you ever hear or see anyone at the Video Palace exchanging unmarked white videotapes? I hear people talk about it. Um, People would get really weird about asking about it. And one time I took a call and manager Dave, little weaselly guy. He uh, he got so mad at me that I, from then on, was like, if it's about white tapes, I don't want to know about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to help you. Um, yeah, I wasn't going to get involved in that. Was there anything else that you saw um, at Video Palace that struck you as unusual? Sometimes these groups of people would come in and go into the manager's office. And, um, but I never saw them come out. And it's not like there's some other way to get out. Oh, and then there was this guy, this very tall guy who used to come in. He'd wear way too many clothes. He was dressed so odd. People at work called him uh, Mr. Invisible because 
we never could really get a good look at him, but he definitely made an impression. Could you describe how he looked at all, his, his face? No. No. He would just come in and make a beeline straight for the office, and I didn't want anything to do with him, and he sure didn't seem to want to have anything to do with me. Can I have another, or do you want another beer? Oh, I'm good, but go ahead. Okay. Um, do you have any, do you just have any theories about what was going on back then? I had lots of theories back in the day. No one believed me. <laughs> but he brought me beer, so if you want to know, I'll tell you. Please. Well, here it is. Oh, I don't know what I was expecting, like the last scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark or something. <laughs> no, no Lost Arks here, just a bunch of banker's boxes. Mm. I thank you again for uh, taking me back here. I really, really appreciate no, it. Wow. You are amazing. I like to get out of the office sometimes. Oh, nice. Uh, can you tell me where we are? Uh, well, uh, this is our storage facility. Uh, we don't go in here often, um, but we store things in here indefinitely when some residents pass away. Uh -huh. you, know, you never know when a long-lost cousin is going to come out of the woodworks oh, 15 geez. years later. <laughs> yes. Hold on. I'm going to go to the other side here, and I think I might have better luck with the Klimsbach. Awesome, thank you. Oh, this is really depressing. Like This ends up being the only thing some people leave behind. It's like time capsules left by ghosts. Found it! Oh, oh awesome. Oh, look at this. Awesome. Oh, oh wow. I, you know, isn't it really sad that this is like all that's left of two lives? Yeah, some letters, some movies. It's really not much. Hey, Miss Dixon, could I maybe, I don't know, could I take it and examine it maybe? Well, I don't know about that. Um, I could put you in touch with the people at the state office and you could fill out a requisition. It'd probably uh, take months or longer. Oh my, oh man. You know what? I promise to take amazing care of whatever it is and I will return it as soon as possible. I promise. <laughs> So can you tell me about your last day at the Video Palace? I was closing up, so uh, I was doing the money drop and taking it to the office, and uh, I heard this weird noise coming from the closet. And uh, I tried to ignore it and um, sat back down at the table and started counting and just couldn't stop thinking about it. So like a dumbass, I went over and um, opened the door and there was this light and it wasn't a light in the closet, it was behind the closet, like glowing through the wall. Pushed on the wall and it swung open like a door. There were steps going down into a basement. There was a basement? Yeah. Were there any doors? Just the door that I opened. 
I walked down the stairs and um, I instantly started to feel sick. It was a circle of TVs. I couldn't see very well, but they didn't look like they were connected to anything. I know that's impossible. And I just felt like the room go small. You know that feeling when you're gonna pass out? The next day, I wake up in my apartment I have no idea how I got there. And there's this tiny cassette in my pocket. I don't know why I kept that tape. Did you ever listen to the tape? Of course. Why do you think I called you back? I had no idea what she meant, but I asked if she still had the tape. And she said she did, but it would take a little digging. Luna, get out of here. Bitch! Are you okay? Can I, can I help you? Uh, yeah. Second. Uh, here you are. She handed me one of those tiny micro cassettes he used to find in voice recorders or answering machines back in the day. It was clear plastic and unmarked. Oh, thank you. Hey. Do me a favor. When you're done with that, will you burn it? I couldn't do it. Maybe you can. Safe travels. Thank you. Tamara picked me up at the entrance to the trailer park, and her spirits were completely different than they were in the morning. I knew immediately that she'd found something. We traded stories of what had gone down. I told her about Amber and her story that confirmed that Video Palace had a basement with weird TVs all in a circle, and I showed her the cassette tape Amber gave me. And Tamara told me about Wiseman House and the box and everything. And she also had a little confession. But I could tell. And Jasmine totally wanted to help me, but her hands were tied. So, suddenly, she decided to go take a smoke break and just leave the garage door open. Oh my god, mm -hmm. you did not. Yes, I don't actually know if she really smokes. <laughs> what? Um, it's in the trunk. What? Yes! Yep. Oh, man. Uh, I don't think the ghost will mind. <laughs> what? Never mind. We got back to our motel and looked into the box. Mark, you might break something, be careful. Holy shit. And then something caught both of our eyes. Not one, but two white tapes. What else could be in this box? Is that another Holy fuck, it's two of them. Oh my god, is this... Besides a bunch of old bank statements and bills and things, pictures of the Clems on a cruise ship in Belize and Charlene's high school diploma and whatnot, we found an old answering machine with the Video Palace business card clear taped to the top. And what do you know? An empty tape compartment. Tamara asked if the tape Amber gave me was the right size for this machine. It was. Sunday, 1.42 a.m. 
I know that I'm late with one of the tapes you gave me, but uh, if it's all right, I'm going to lend it to someone. His name is Mark Cambria. I really think that he needs to see this. Video Palace is a Shudder original podcast. Please, be kind, rewind. Episodes of Season 1 of Video Palace are now available exclusively to Shudder members. Download the app or visit Shudder.com and keep listening. Love Video Palace? Share it with a friend on Apple Podcasts.